You are listening to Just One Glass, Episode 2, My Story in Winehood. Welcome to Just One Glass, a podcast for high-achieving type A millennial moms who want to explore their relationship with alcohol without judgment and without labels. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. I'm a life coach, a successful entrepreneur multiple times over, a mother, and most importantly, a fellow human. When I took control of my negative patterns with alcohol, my entire life changed for the better. And I wholeheartedly believe that you can find the same freedom in your own life. So whether you're just getting curious about your drinking, or you're ready to dive deep, I've got you. Hi, friend. I'm glad you're here. Today, I'm going to share my story with you so you can get to know me a little bit better and hopefully to show you that you're not alone. I've been where you are. Many of us have and still are. My relationship with alcohol didn't start out in any particular way. I'm not a person who instantly felt a connection or had a love-hate relationship with drinking right from the start. My first drinking experience was when I was 15 years old. Like many teenagers, it was at a party with friends. It was fine. I didn't think anything of it other than this is just what people my age do. We were testing limits. We wanted to be grown up. It wasn't that often, and I don't really remember it being problematic. It was just typical teenage experimentation. From there, I didn't drink that often or that much throughout high school and into my early 20s. It just wasn't a big part of my life. And then in my mid-20s, everything changed. In hindsight, I can see exactly what happened and how it played out, but at the time, I was just going through the motions. It was a stressful time in my life. On top of being enrolled in an intensive program to complete my acupuncture studies, working multiple jobs, financial stress, I was in a romantic relationship at the time, which was really triggering a lot of my childhood trauma. I was living in a house full of folks from school. We would throw these epic parties where we would get drunk and high and make music and just enjoy each other. And I don't think I noticed it at the time, but those nights were a time when I didn't have to feel anything else that was going on in my life. And I really liked that. I can't tell you if it was conscious or unconscious, but at some point my drinking started to happen on the nights when we were not having parties. I would buy those cheap one liter boxes of wine and polish one off in a night a few times a week. And I really liked not having to feel anything on those nights. My relationship with drinking was one of feeling torn. On one hand, I can see what was going on and I worried if there was something wrong with me. And on the other hand, I was so thankful to have something to help me not have to feel what felt so impossible to process at the time. Eventually, that relationship ended, but by then, the wine was a solidly formed habit in my life. It wasn't unusual for me to drink seven nights out of the week. At the time, I was waitressing and working late every night. I would get off work and have a few drinks to calm down and de-stress. I wasn't always drinking to numb out some big acute pain or emotional turmoil that I was in, but it was my solidly established way to unwind and cap off the night. Next. I met the love of my life, my now husband. I fell in love with him on our first date, and it was pretty clear to both of us that we wanted to create a life together. Our dating life was lovely and full of passion and pretty hedonistic. 
We both loved food and wine and sex and pleasure, and we were all in together. We would have these epic weekends together where the goal was to maximize pleasure and enjoyment the entire time. We got engaged a year after we met and got married a year after that, and we got pregnant with my daughter pretty quickly. And being pregnant with her was really hard. I had become so used to dealing with any little or big stress in my life by drowning it with wine, and all of a sudden, I couldn't drink anymore. And yes, I know that some experts will say that the occasional glass of wine is okay in pregnancy, but that's not how I drank. When I drank, I wanted to drink enough that I didn't have to feel anything. And that just wasn't compatible with being pregnant. So I made it through. And then I had my daughter. And whoa, it was so much harder than I thought it would be. The newborn stage was rough for me. I didn't react well to the lack of sleep. We had feeding difficulties and I needed to use formula. She was a fussy newborn. And I really hated being on maternity leave. I really missed my work. I missed having that purpose. I missed having those adult conversations. I just missed feeling like I had something to accomplish every day outside of this little person that I was taking care of. And I commonly wondered if I wasn't cut out for motherhood. In hindsight, I'm confident that I had postpartum anxiety and depression. And pretty quickly, my old habits were back in full swing. Nightly drinking to cope with all the self-doubt, the questions, the exhaustion, and the constant negative dialogue in my head that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't worthy of motherhood, that I wasn't doing my life right. And it was at this point that I started to notice a correlation between my drinking and some negative health effects that were beginning to emerge, the biggest one being my sleep. Hormonally, my postpartum body decided that sleep and alcohol could not exist in the same night. I would have a few drinks and go to sleep no problem, and then I would be awake for hours in the middle of the night when the alcohol wore off and I was no longer sedated. It was a rough cycle. I felt psychologically tortured by my insomnia caused by my drinking, and I kept drinking to numb out the stress of not sleeping. I was onto myself pretty quickly in this dynamic, and I knew something needed to change. As a health practitioner, I had many tools at my disposal to rectify the problem. I would go on these food cleanses, these restrictive diets where alcohol was not permitted to try to break the habit and somehow make my body healthier. I would white knuckle my way through the whole process and I would fantasize about when the cleanse would be over and I could reintroduce the wine. And as soon as the cleanse was over, I would go right back to my old habits because I wasn't really addressing the root of the problem. I wasn't developing the skill of feeling my feelings and processing my stress. I was just pushing through and grinding it out. So life went on like this for a while. Another pregnancy, another baby, during which my insomnia skyrocketed to a whole new level despite not drinking. I was highly functioning. My husband and I created this lovely life for ourselves. We were busy living life and taking care of our family. I built my acupuncture business and opened a clinic. I did a lot of amazing work. I created jobs for other women. I helped a lot of people. I felt really proud of what I was doing. My kids were growing into amazing little people. I felt really good about the way we were parenting them. And our home was one that was filled with love. And yet, there was always this dark cloud in the back of my mind. This anxiety, this internal mind chatter that revolved around my drinking. I was constantly thinking thoughts like, my health is suffering. I'm not living in integrity as a health practitioner. 
there's something wrong with me. Why can't I drink like a normal person? I can't quite remember what happened last night, but I'm pretty sure I wasn't very nice to my husband. The anxiety of a hazy memory from the night before. The shame of wondering if I'd made a fool out of myself in front of friends out at dinner. I was constantly beating myself up for not being able to figure out my drinking and get control of it. And it went on like this. Flash forward to early 2020. The coronavirus pandemic was upon us. My business was forced to close for a few months while we quarantined. The schools closed and my husband started working from home 100% of the time. It was pretty stressful. I felt like I was standing on the precipice of what was next. I was wavering between two very different paths and I knew that I had a choice to make. I could fully let go and just allow myself to take any comfort measures necessary to cope with the stress of what was going on during these extraordinary circumstances, to eat what I wanted, to drink what I wanted when I wanted, to prioritize getting relief from moment to moment. Or I could really lean into doing everything I could to love myself at the next level, to prioritize taking care of my body and my mind long-term, even if it meant discomfort in the present moment. I was in a session with my therapist one day, and we were talking about this, and he asked me what I thought of not drinking anymore. And I told him that it made sense to me, that it really was what I wanted. And at the same time, I knew that I would need to do the work of learning how to feel everything, and that was terrifying. So, forward I went. And I haven't had a drop of alcohol since I made that decision. And life certainly presented me with many opportunities to explore feeling the entire spectrum of uncomfortable emotions and stress. Navigating being a business owner through COVID, continued school closures and general isolation, making the decision to sell our city house and buy a country property, and then navigating all of the real estate transactions and the move, a death in my family, a potential cancer diagnosis and surgery, difficulties in my marriage, continued COVID stress. So with the help of my therapist, my life coach, self-coaching tools, and basically a promise to myself to always choose complete and total honesty, I took all of these life circumstances and used them as a way to get to know myself more deeply, to learn how to feel everything, to become a new version of myself, to learn what it is to be fully alive and experience the entire spectrum of human emotion. And every aspect of my life has changed for the better. I don't identify as an alcoholic, but I do identify as somebody who needs to have a conscious and deliberate relationship with drinking, always. At this point, I've been sober for over a year, and I'm not sure if sobriety is what I want for the rest of my life, but for now, it's been the ultimate vehicle to step into the next version of myself that I'm creating. And there's so much open space. Now that my brain and my body are no longer under this constant dark cloud of doubt, anxiety, and perpetually beating myself up, there's so much space to be fully there for my family, to help my patients and clients, to take my entrepreneurial endeavors to the next level, to show up for my life in a way that's in integrity with my beliefs, and to feel everything that this human life has to offer. And to know that, like all people, I'm figuring it out as I go. And through this podcast, I want to show you how you can figure it out too. You might not be in the market for a big life-altering awakening like I had. You might just be interested in seeing if you can drink less and still feel in control. Or maybe you just want to stop for a while and see how it goes. 
Maybe you're just exploring the idea that you might not need to drink wine every night to make it through another day. Either way, I'm here for all of it. That's going to be it for today. I'll be back next week with another episode. And until then, you've got this, my friend. <laughs>